I heard in Pennsylvania that like no one in my hometown is like wearing masks out or anything. Oh yeah, nobody where I'm from in Texas is wearing masks, and I saw that they're all having like birthday parties and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah they're like gathering. Uh, yeah, my friend and her dad got called sissies for wearing face masks. Jesus. Wow. Fellas, is it gay to not die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw. Uh, on Instagram, someone had a face mask with the mouth cut out, and it said, my body, my choice. Oh, my God. <laughs> awesome. Very Point. cool. Very normal. <laughs> Love that. USA. USA. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, why bother wearing the face mask at that point, you know? Yeah. It's a statement. Just make it a statement, man. They're going to tell you about it. Wow. Yeah. It's the dumbest fucking thing. They spent money on that. They don't have something better they could have spent their money on. Right. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we get drunk, some of us. Now. And um, uh, we watch horror movies. <laughs> and um, it's the pandemic. And normally we don't <laughs> drink. <laughs> I'm just going to stand outside. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Samantha decided. I don't know if you guys heard, but there's a big pandemic happening. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it before. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'm not drunk, but Samantha's drinking, and our special. Well, Molly's also here, our third host. <laughs> she was drinking. She, she was stopped. drinking. <laughs> and today we're joined by a special guest. Bryn. <laughs> Bryn Ladner. Woo! Woo! She held up her cup with her built-in bendy straw. <laughs> I want that. You know, Bryn from this OSU film club, OUTV. Yeah. Yeah. Always repping. Hell yeah. Oh, hey, I wear that shirt everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gained more followers? I don't think it's a club anymore. Really? I think they I think they disbanded. Am I right, Molly? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I think it's we were the downfall. We were like the last <laughs> ring of people. <laughs> I don't wish to comment at this time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. And we've so made the rock club lasted, I guess. We made oh, we've made many a thing with Bren. And then she moved to LA. Right. Yeah. I'm such a poser. <laughs> <laughs> and then now that we've started recording remotely with Molly, we decided it's a perfect excuse to have Bryn on because we haven't been able to. It's so weird that it took so long and you guys didn't decide to fly me out before this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. The budget when I was doing the numbers, it just didn't work because we make zero dollars. <laughs> Actually, we well, have a couple. Of we majors. have some money. <laughs> um, we have like what thirty bucks. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like 
like 90 now. Oh, rich. Yeah, because it's been Thanks. there for like a year almost. To so. our patrons. <laughs> yeah. So let's calculate that out per hour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so Bryn decided to make us watch or she gave us a huge <laughs> list of movies um, and <laughs> um, uh, from the list we picked Terrifier from 2016. Should we go? We should go through the list that Bryn did send because I want everyone to know Terrifier, Devil's Candy, Human Centipede, American Mary, Revenge, The Girl Next Door, Drag Me to Hell, and Wreck. Very cool list of films, I gotta say, even though I immediately was like, we're not doing Human Centipede. I'm never gonna watch that movie, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Me too, that's how I feel. But every other movie on this list, I was like, oh man, like, I'm pretty down to. I'm going for that. Yeah, it's a good list. I'm glad we you picked guys, what we did. I'll say it. You guys haven't seen Human Centipede? I, mm-hmm. I haven't. In high school, a friend and I started it, and we didn't even make it to the centipede part before she was like, I can't do this. Can we turn it off? And so we did. And then I was always like, oh, I'll eventually watch it. But then I was like, I can't. I, I just like, now that I'm here, I'm just like, you know what? I I don't need it. I can just go the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> have you seen it yes i I have not for a long time it's good it's just like classic fun for the whole family to watch (laughs) i don't think i've ever heard anybody talk about human centipede in that way um well they're doing it wrong (laughs) if you don't fuck up your family then like what's the point you know (laughs) if i have kids if they're being bad, I'm going to say, well, if you don't start being good, I'm going to make you watch the human centipede. <laughs> You're like clockwork orange, their eyes open. Like, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> but we didn't watch human centipede. We picked terrifier yeah. in that list. And it was, I'm, I'm glad we watched it. Cause like, I think this was a movie that I probably otherwise would not have watched. Yeah. I just probably, if I had, like, a list of stuff, I probably would just keep scrolling over it and be like, oh, that clown looks spooky, but eh, I'm going to watch other stuff. And, like, it's worth the watch. Right. Yeah. Our <laughs> clown is great. He's terrifying. He's top five clowns in movies. I'd oh, say. yeah, for sure. <laughs> One of the notes that I wrote for... I'm trying to keep a habit because I'm so late on doing my letterbox reviews that I actually take notes when I watch movies now so I don't forget. And... The one of the notes that I wrote for this one was this is the only clown that's ever scared me because mm. like I'm I'm not scared of clowns. I never have been. And like if there's a clown in a horror movie, I'm like, Ugh. but this one is like awful. <laughs> yeah, he's great. It's I his mean, mouth. Ugh. <laughs> Can't do silent. I'm obsessed with him. Apparently, the actor that played him is an ex mime. Yeah, oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So why he did you? Been... Oh experience to really enhance the performance (laughs) oh yeah for sure yeah so why did you um put this on your list Bryn, as one of the movies that you wanted um i wanted to rewatch it okay and (laughs) so thank you for giving me a reason (laughs) um i think this movie is so fun i distinctly remembered the one scene and i couldn't remember any other part of it so i was like i want to go rewatch it. What scene do you think I'm talking about? The sawing scene? Sawing, yeah. Because yeah. that's oh going to stay God. with me for life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the coolest. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I (laughs) just, I love that clown and I love the colors. That's it. That's all I like. Every time I think (laughs) of Every time I think of Bryn now, I'm just going to hear her voice going, I love that clown. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it was good. It was, I, it's one of the, like, I'm trying to describe it. What, another thing that I said was, um, it's definitely a movie where they've had a very tight budget and they put that money where they really needed it, you know? And like, they, they knew like what actually needed to be hit versus like what it's like, okay, this is just a factor that we need obviously for the movie. And so like, it's a very good example of like how to make the proper choices with the money you have. And, uh, cause a lot of the makeup stuff is awesome. On Indiegogo or whatever, right? Yeah. They had the credits thanked all their like funders, their backers. Yeah. It was originally a short too from yeah. 2011. Right. Did this... you watch the short? No. no. Have you seen it? Uh, I got halfway through it yesterday. <laughs> it it's tough once you see um, this art the clown yeah. who's so great at it, and then you go back and it's like um, a chunkier clown, same makeup, but it's just like he obviously isn't an ex mime. Right. <laughs> uh. It, it just it yeah it's not the same so definitely that clown carried a lot of the weight of the movie along yeah. with this wow yeah i can't even okay um well let's like get into it um and so basic summary of the plot is this clown is just harassing all these random people on halloween yeah it opens though with this like television broadcast talking yeah. about how like this clown killed a bunch of people and this woman is now interviewing like one of the survivors from this clown's attack. Well, it, it, they don't even specify that it's a clown in the, at the beginning. It's just like, <laughs> they call it a massacre. A, yeah. You're the the only survivor from this massacre. And, um, yeah. Uh, they say like the body wasn't found of the, or the body is disappeared from the hospital of the guy who did it. I, maybe they do specify it's a clown, but anyway, they like interview the sole survivor whose yeah. like face is like messed like, up torn up yeah. right and after the um in the like dressing room the interviewer gets like killed by the survivor because and then she was like into... talking shit yeah she big time had that coming <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't feel bad she was being really rude <laughs> right so then after that happens then it cuts to this kind of like montage of the clown art the clown getting ready kind of like a suit up montage yeah. and like but then he's also like <laughs> building <Yeah>. weapons <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> my favorite suit up montage <laughs> but he's also like building weapons and stuff and then and then after that montage with like the opening credits and stuff then the movie starts and then it just opens with two girls on halloween yeah and from there it's just basically like it's centered around them for most of it for the first like half or so of it and then like people around in the area are also getting killed it's just like uh by chance they happen to be there they're not being targeted specifically and then from like just a bunch of murder happens and then one of the girls who gets targeted she had called her sister at the beginning to come pick them up and then it kind of switches from being those girls being targeted to the sister being targeted and that's pretty much it and it's just like random like the clown just is randomly attacking these people yeah he so like the first time we see him it's the girls like going to their car after like a night out um and they see this creepy clown and the one 
a drunk blonde girl is like calls out to him um and is like obnoxious and drunk um and gets his attention but then after that like the clown follows them and just just kills like everyone that sees him basically after that moment but like there's no real reason for um like none of this is like premeditated or anything and we don't even know like what the clown was doing before that like he's carrying a bag and then he the bag just disappears at some point well the bag is what he's carrying all of his tools, all his tools. in. so when oh, they yeah. get inside of that abandoned building he dumps it all out and that's like where it all is but yeah, yeah like there's no it's not that deep right exactly <laughs> The girls like go to a restaurant and then leave and then the clown is like also at the restaurant but he stays and he kills the like two people working at the restaurant and he also like I'll say this he like shits all over the walls. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Because whenever he if goes- you're gonna like kill retail workers like at least don't shit on the walls. Don't make their last <laughs> moments cleaning your feces please. Oh god. But like, so he, before he went into the bathroom, you know, he's like staring at Tara, I think is her name. And he's like being really creepy and stuff. And then he goes in the bathroom. So like you assume that he went in there and he was like jacking off or something. And he that's got what caught. they assume. Yeah. That's like, I was like, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, that's totally what he's doing. And then when it flashed in there, I was like, this is worse. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I was expecting like some sort of like blood or something, like something involving like human flesh, but nope. it was, Yeah. <laughs> his ibs (laughs) (laughs) but then and then the cool thing is like this is these are the first kills you see and this is where you 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 immediately know that this is going to be a like a very gruesome movie because the first kill that you see you don't even see the kill you just see the owner of the pizza shop's decapitated mutilated head that's on a candle or something, right? Yeah, Is no, it's it? supposed to be a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, it's a jack-o'-lantern. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like burning, yeah. Yeah, and then he shows up and he, like, slits the guy's throat. He and then also I think he chops his head guy. off, too. Yeah. <laughs> they put that head in after because they wanted a more, like, Halloween effect at CG. Yeah, I, I huh. read that a jack-o'-lantern was CG'd in, and I was like, I don't remember a jack-o'-lantern, but that's the one. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really neat. But yeah, those pizza shop guys, they were just doing their job. Right. Got got it. <laughs> and then they like go back to their car, the two girls, it's like Don and Tara. Yeah. And their car has a flat. So they call the sister. And they go into this house because Tara has to pee. Well, Don stays in the car. Go- what? Don stays in the car. Tara goes Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy who lets her in is kind of sketchy. He's doing like maintenance or something. And he's like, fine, whatever, I'll let you in. And she goes in and she pees. And then she sees this woman who just, like, right. approaches her. Another and just, like, woman... random weird person who's... Just in the area. Yeah, <laughs> just there. Like, I love her. Yeah, she's let great. Just, yeah, let it be known. She was great. Yeah. And she comes up to her and she's talking. And she's like, I'm glad, like, you're moving in. Because she thinks Tara's the new tenant. Right. We can do our laundry together. Here's my baby. And she's like holding a baby, and then she shows her the baby, and it's just like a porcelain, a porcelain baby doll. doll. Yeah. And Tara's just like, "Yeah, laundry sounds great. Gotta go." Yeah. So while all that's happening, though, outside, Dawn is listening to the radio, and she hears about the 
uh, the the murders, which, by the way, top notch journalism. That was some right. quick reporting. They just immediately <laughs> nightcrawler shit. <laughs> yeah, they were on it. Also, just like I can't stress enough how annoying Dawn is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just that stereotypical caricature of a drunk girl, you know. And it's just like she sucks. <laughs> How does it feel to share your middle name with her? It's <laughs> every time I hear somebody named Don, like of course my first thought is like, oh, that's my middle name, and like I I've never seen a per- a person named Don in real life or in film that I enjoyed, and it's very hurtful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's saying. Kind of sad. <laughs> it is. It's a beautiful name. What's wrong? <laughs> And Don, honestly, is the reason all this is happening because the clown doesn't notice them until she yells. She calls him over or is like, hey, my friend has a crush on you or whatever. And she's like just really obnoxious. I will note the worst thing she does is when they're in the pizza shop. So when they're in the pizza shop waiting on their food, Uh, Art shows up and he like sits across from them and just stares at Tara the whole time. Doesn't do anything. Just stares at Tara. And Don, like Tara's really creeped out and Don's like, oh my God, don't be a baby. And she like literally sits in his lap and like forces him to take a a selfie selfie with her and posts it. And like, um, so like, yeah, she just continues to like harass him. She's like, can I, can I take a selfie with you? And he doesn't respond. Of course, the clown doesn't speak through this entire movie, um, which is cool, but uh, he doesn't respond. And she's like, I'll take that as a yes. And then just does it. So yeah, Don sucks. Don. What'd you say? I said consent is sexy, Don. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, so she's like out in the car and she's listening to that report, and um, then somebody gets in the car and she doesn't look over yet because she's like on her phone. She's like, oh my god, it took you long enough or whatever. And she looks over and it's Art, and he's just like sitting there. He has the creepiest, creepiest smile, smile in oh. the world big just like toothy smile and it's coated in blood right and like his mouth is also like like it's got like black around it so it almost makes it look bigger just the way the makeup's done it makes his smile look just like massive and can we talk about the design of the clown oh yeah i guess we can talk for a second yeah because okay so he's wearing black and white um and he's entirely just black and white which is interesting because it's like the movie is very colorful Mm -hmm. but the clown is just in black and white and he has this tiny little hat. He's um white uh face makeup and then like very like um thick. Yeah, thick around his lips, black um and it, when it, when he smiles like he shows all his teeth and they look bloody like he's like as if he's been eating like You know like in blood. Halloween when you bite one of those capsules? That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. And the very creepy like you said like this is the creepiest clown you've seen yeah and then his media. his get up is just a stereotypical like clown jumpsuit like half of it's white half of it's black right he's basically a mime a monochromatic king <laughs> yeah <laughs> not monochromatic grayscale whatever the fuck it's called i didn't take color theory <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so then like dawn sees him and then it flashes and then we're back to tara and she's with that lady and then she exits the scene goes upstairs and who's waiting for her at the door 
none other than tell me our friend art the clown (laughs) oh who would have thought and he's sitting there (laughs) smiling again and it's creepy yeah (laughs) you know what is like super impressive to me about art the clown is not only his sense of fashion (laughs) his tasteful murders but he really somehow chain locked all of the doors so quickly after kidnapping Dawn, too. He kidnapped her, put her inside the building, and locked the door. Right. Efficient. A king of time management. Multitaskers yeah. could never. You're right, though. That was really quick. I never thought about that. Yeah. Also, like, he, like, he is very efficient. Like, he hides Dawn really quickly, like, um, and then does that whole thing. And But then later, there's the scene where... Um, there's a scene where it cuts between what's happening to him and it cuts to uh, another girl and then it cuts back to him like later when that girl finds him and he's he done this whole surgery basically yeah. oh. but Mm-mm. we'll talk about that when we get to it <laughs> got a lot of work done quick yeah I have a lot of opinions about it. I'm excited to get into when we talk about how we feel about some of the each stuff murder I'm ready yeah so he chases Tara upstairs Tara tries to get a hold of the um guy that's doing the extermination in the building that let her in and she's like yelling but he can't hear because he has headphones in and then by the time she grabs his attention art grabs her and pulls her around the corner so the guy doesn't see her and then he i think there's like a kerfuffle and then he knocks her out right and then she so she wakes up well she so there's like she hides a lot and there's a whole scene where it's really funny because they had a flat tire and then as soon as she (laughs) pees she walks out and she's just exploring the building and there's a room that's just full of tires because i guess it like is an old like Like abandoned auto shop and um but then there's a whole scene where she's hiding from him in that room and it's really like really well done the lighting is neat the lighting's neat and she like is hiding really well and she's like really smart about what she's doing too um which is great and uh sh- they go through that whole thing and at some point he like stabs her in the leg but she still escapes and runs away but eventually she he, she gets knocked out by him and then wakes up tied to a chair and he's like doing like a little like you know miming Mime performance dance. in front of her and then he pulls down this tarp and reveals Dawn hanging upside down by her feet, like spread eagle, completely naked. And she's like, I think her mouth is duct taped. Yeah. yeah. And she, her hands she are tied up. She has underwear on at first. And oh, then yeah. He rips, he it, rips off. it off. And so swiftly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it must have been like, you know, those pull away pants that basketball yeah. players wear? Yeah. Those were her underwear. Because I, he was just like, boop. I noticed that too. I was like, there was no struggle ripping those seams at all. It just right. it came right off. <laughs> but um, oh, you know why they did that? Um, because uh, the, the plot, plot demanded, demanded it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bryn, would you like to do the honors of telling the murder that precedes? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a hacksaw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, Amazing. Looks like the most dull hacksaw I've ever seen in my life. Right. It's old and rusted. Yeah. Um, And he just goes, I mean, she's living. She's still kicking. 
and he goes vagina down to her head, sawing her right in half, and she lives up until he like hits her neck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like <laughs> screaming. She's like screaming the whole time. And it does not hold back from showing you this stuff. Like, well, it doesn't show you like, yeah. I mean, go go. Well, it's it's not you're not like watching the saw go through her whole body. Right. It's but not like, like gra- graphic in terms of you're cutting between the so, saw. Like, they're going from cooter to cabeza. It's like <laughs> not. Like, it do, it do, it's gross. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, there's moments where, like, it, it flashes between Patera and the sawing. And then there's moments where when it flashes to the sawing, like, you're watching kind of from, like, her butt. And, like, you're yeah. seeing the jiggling and stuff. And you see, like, her insides. And it's, like, it's gruesome, man. Right. Like, this is more than you'll see in your average horror movie. Like, the it's sawing. Terrible. Oh, God. It's Traumatic. Truly, truly awful to watch. <laughs> yeah. And mind you, this is just the third mu- murder in this whole movie. Right. Like half an hour in. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, I when that happened, I immediately was like, oh, crap. Like, is this just going to be, like, a really torture porny, like, just gross film? And, like, I will... it the The murders are, like, really gross and gruesome, but I wouldn't say... It's not off-putting. I, it's weird to say that. It's like... Molly just gave me the worst look. <laughs> it's all funny, but it's like I I found it's that tastefully done. <laughs> it's very horrible things <laughs> happening shot in a very tasteful way. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just I don't think that I would put this in like a traumatizing category. Somehow they did it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with any of that. But we're gonna move forward. <laughs> like i don't know what i'm saying Um, it's not like it's not like in your face about it it's not like like showing you the eye getting slit it's not like that there are movies that would do that yeah i just i don't know i thought that whenever this murder happened i was like i'm gonna hate this movie and i i didn't i didn't hate the movie like i i had a lot of fun watching it and i thought it was gonna be very different after i watched a girl get literally sawed in half vertically or how what did molly say coochie oh, to cabeza cooter to cabeza <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it's a you know if you don't like gore maybe don't watch this movie <laughs> but yeah so she watches that and i guess while Horrible. he's going at it she again super like efficient what Again, he's very efficient. Like, like he cuts through her whole body in like thirty seconds. Yeah, he's <laughs> like gotta really be good. fucking ripped. This guy, he's got a dull ass hacksaw, and he's going through every major bone, like up her spine, and he's just oh, like going right. at uh. it. <laughs> yeah, I think about ooh, like. He's just sawing through it like it's no problem, you know? You ever try to, like, cut through a corn on the cob? That's impossible. Can you imagine doing, like, a whole saw or a whole bone? Impo- it's it's not happening. I'm sorry. I can't do that. He basically peeled it like how people peel fruit up, fruit by the foot off the wrapper. It just, like, <laughs> split it apart right down the middle. Like, clean divide there. Yeah. Just, and that's not, like, I mean, he de- he's already decapitated two people. Like, his arms have got to be very tired at this point and he's just going very impressive guy gotta say but yeah so in all that time that he's doing that song 
Tara breaks free and smacks him or something. Yeah, I mean, they, like, she runs away and they have this whole fight and then. She um, him. Yeah, she, like, she, like, starts to win and it's really exciting because you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. She's winning. Am I missing something before we get to the, where she's smacking him with the board? Like, there's, like, another run and hide cat and mouse scene. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well then, so we we end up getting to the scene where she's already stabbed him once or something like that, and she shows up and she like has this like I don't know like a two by four, and she like smacks him over the head and kind of knocks him down, and then she smacks him a couple more times and he's like pretty beaten. Here's where it pissed me off. She stands there and like yells at him and is like, "Get up, get up, you bitch! Like get up!" And she's like ready to smack him again. And what happens? Dude whips out a fucking gun from his boot and shoots her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you had him down. You could have made a run for it. You wanted a change of pace. It's like that scene in the office where they're doing improv and Michael's at improv class and he always like says, like, I have a gun, and then the scene's like over. <laughs> That's basically what that fucking clown did. He was like, Oh, you thought I have a gun. And it's like Right. It's- I don't know, man. I love, though. So he, like, shoots her in the abdomen or something. And he shoots her, like, two more times. And she's, like, down. And then he goes to shoot her in the head. And it's out of bullets. And I love the miming that he does there. He's, like, oh, of course. God damn it. And he's, like, he's doing it for nobody. It's for himself. And he's just, like, like, acting out emotion and, like, reloading the gun, just, like, completely done with the moment. And it, it just cracked me up. I thought yeah. it was the funniest. Because that's the thing is, like, it's... I think it's creepier because he's really good at being a clown mime thing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I, I loved that moment where he was just so upset that his gun was <laughs> unloaded. <laughs> if I could rewind this, because I'm pretty sure it was Tara that this happened with, which made me mad before the gun was when she was winning and she stabbed him one time and she just ran and hid. Yeah. She ran and hid and found a new weapon. Yeah. Like maybe she kind of enjoyed it. You know what I mean? (laughs) She she likes playing this little game. Right. (laughs) Yeah. She, because it was in the back. So he's turned around. So she could have gotten like, you know, just a couple more quick, you know, in him before taking off. You know, get him down. She's really bad at keeping him down. Right. But yeah, Tara made a lot of dumb or choices. Or like, don't hide. Like run. Like well, hit him once and then escape. Well, she's locked in because she already tried to escape the once, and we established that he locked the doors very efficiently. Right. And I guess she could go get the go get that pest guy. control guy. Yeah, because he's still up there. So she could make okay. a run for him again, even though pest he's useless. Guy has a name. Right. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Cool. <laughs> Mike. Brent said Mike writes. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, there's just a lot of things she probably could have done. There's also, like, later on, it's established that there are exits to this building. She Tara just never found them. Because, like, there's that one exit towards the end where she, like, squeezes out and yeah. gets through. Um, But yeah, Tara just didn't find him in time. But yeah, anyways, Tara being stupid leads to her ultimate demise because... What do you know? Art reloads his gun and shoots her in the fucking head. Um, she gets shot in the face and she's still alive a little bit. Yeah, she's she still gets breathing. shot in the cheek and then he shoots her in the eye. He the just forehead? like 
shoots her a bunch of times. Mo Green special. Oh yeah, he just uh, all in the face. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time that this is happening, I think his her sister shows up. What's her sister's name? Viv. Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. This is like, this was like the turning point in the movie for me because it was like. Who you, you think your final her girl to is? To be the final girl, and then she just gets murdered because the killer has a gun, <laughs> which is <clears throat> like you never see that in a horror movie, and it's just like very shocking and out of nowhere. And then like you're like, oh, okay, so nobody really matters in no. this. And it was at, it was around this point that it was. In my mind, because we had already seen that there's a soul survivor, but the soul survivor's face is like really mutilated and stuff at the beginning. And so at this point, I was like, is the soul survivor going to be Tara? Is it going to be Vicky? Or is it going to be that lady with the baby? And because they all had like that brownish haircut, like the brownish hair, you know, and I was like, okay, it could be any of them. I just knew it wasn't Dawn because Dawn is a blonde. And they used that. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't tell who it's going to be. So at this point, Tara gets knocked out. So I was like, okay. But I was still, I think, at, around now, I think I was still thinking it was the lady with the baby that was going to be the final person. Because I was like, why is she here? You know, like, what's going to happen with her? Right. So for some reason in my Talk mind, about what happens with her. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, so at this point, I think Vicky shows up and. Well, the the woman with the baby sees him shooting. Yeah. Tara, oh, yeah. And that's when she gets involved. Because this, before this, she's just like doing her own thing like is not involved with anything and then she sees him shooting this girl and she like he sees her and so she gets scared and runs she gets scared and gets the pest gets mike the pest control guy (laughs) (laughs) and guess what he doesn't do shit (laughs) right well she like tries to get him to call like the police or something but i guess like she gets she has to go away or something. She has to hide or something. Well, understandably, she sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She is crazy. Right. And she's yelling about a murder. Yeah. Mike's like, I got to take care of these rats. I don't right. Have time to well, I he think. does. He does like call um his like bosses, like the pest control company um to tell them something. But then. Like, that's the scene where he's standing in the stairwell and, like, Arch just up. staring into the corner. <laughs> and the mime, the clown shows up behind him and, like, knocks him out. He turns around. And destroys the phone. And Art smacks him with a hammer, I think. Yeah. And it's that shot cracked me up because, like, they did a pretty good job faking it. But, like, it's very, if you're, like, actually paying attention, like, you very clearly see that the hammer does not smack his head <laughs> in the shot. But it's, like, really quick. But I was like, oh, they tried. <laughs> We've done worse in our personal work. But, um, so he knocks that guy out and destroys the phone. But the the boss still got talked to a little bit. So, like, this brings the boss in. Yeah. Another pest control guy comes but like Do you know later. his name? That one I don't know his name. No, he doesn't matter. Will? <laughs> He's not as cool. He's no Mike. Is it Will? Do you have a I name? I'm gonna look it up real quick. Oof. Pause for research. Yeah. Steven? No. Oh. It's Will. No, it's Will. It's Will the Exterminator. Molly is obsessed with Will the Exterminator. <laughs> I am. You heard it here first. <laughs> My favorite character. <laughs> I've already made a fan cam. 
Oh, guys, apparently a Terrifier 2 is coming out. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, but I just saw that on IMDb. Um, yeah, so Mike gets knocked out, and then we kind of are following the lady with Vicky. the baby. Uh, no, Yeah, Vicky? the lady. Well, Vicky shows up kind of at some point. Well, lady with the baby um, is on screen a lot because she has lost her child. Right. Yes. And so she's looking around. Wow, her credit is just cat lady. <laughs> she does not have a name. <laughs> she doesn't have a name. <laughs> she's looking for her baby. And then there's like some underground tunnel that she goes into looking for her baby. And she sees Art sitting there holding the baby. And she like appeals to him and is like, if you have any sort of kindness in your heart, um, like, do you need a mother's love or whatever? Uh, and like tries to uh, basically like comfort him. And he like responds to her. Like he kind of like responds to her positively. He yeah. Samantha, like when we were watching it, like described it as a cat. Cause like she like puts his, puts her arm out and he like like moves his head into her arm into he, like, her hand it's like, like a what cat. Tom does whenever I'm like come here and he like comes up to my lap and he'll like rub his head against my chest and like then lay on me. Like Art does that exact motion pretty much to her. He kind of just like puts his head on her and rubs it and then he like leans to her and then he starts sucking his thumb. Yeah, yeah. She like hugs him and he starts sucking his thumb. And then we kind of like leave them there. Yeah. And then we follow the sister who's trying to find Tara. Yeah. And so sh- how does she get into the building? She goes around back. She goes around back. Um, oh, because Art texts her from Dawn's phone. That's yeah. it. And said, Dawn is sick. Come around back. Right. And so I guess through that, somehow she gets inside the building. Yeah. And... So she gets really scared. She finds Don's sawed in half body. Right. Gets very terrified. Goes running and she's like screaming for Tara. And then she stumbles upon this like, I guess like body under like a, it's like draped under a blanket. Well, well she or? hears a woman screaming and yeah. assumes that it's, it's her sister. Yeah. So she goes um, and finds uh a body with like long dark hair draped under it looks like this person is naked um and draped under a blanket and then she thinks it's her sister and like goes to try to help this person that she sees and then she uh her attention gets caught and she looks over she hears someone else in the room molly what does she see (laughs) when she looks over the woman Yes. But with her titties chopped off. <laughs> yeah. And she's been scalped. She sees um, <laughs> the cat lady where the her torso is basically like, like surgically removed, um, <laughs> just the skin. And she looks back over at the body that she thought was her sister. And it's Art the Clown wearing the cat lady's boobs and also her hair and so uh vicky runs and hides and art is just like he's like wearing the boobs and like 
pretending to like miming being a girl it's like the way he acts is like if if you watch an improv show and uh, a guy is pretending to be a girl it's like all of those motions it's like you're st- like twirling his hair and doing all that it's it's basically improv person pretending to be a girl it looks like um if you've ever seen what a drag like breastplate looks like it looks like that like he's wearing one of those right yeah and also he's like naked right i don't remember yeah 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 and and so tara is hide or vicky is hiding in this like locker and there's like a little hole that she can see through and it's a really cool shot because like you just have the little hole where you see the the clown moving um outside um and i thought that scene was pretty cool um but he gets to he goes to open the locker but then gets distracted when he hears will the second pest control guy show up (laughs) what oh wait samantha wants to talk about the locker (laughs) i loved the locker scene it's my favorite scene in the movie it's so cool um i love the way it's shot because she's like in this room and there's like a peephole and she's watching him through the peephole and so like most of the screen is black save like a very small circle in the center and the only thing we're watching is basically him doing this like little performance for her right out outside of the peephole and i just think it's so cool the way it's shot because he's like going in and out of it and he's like pointing at it and it's just like right he knows that she's in there yeah and he but he's like being like playing he's with her basically playing he's, a, his little character because yeah. he's wearing that skin yeah and it's just like and he's I, miming laughing at her uh yeah it's like it's just cool but like i think that they did a really cool stylistic choice when they put her in that locker because normally it's like slits or something and you're just getting like a back and forth of inside and outside right but the whole thing is through this peephole and it's really neat it's definitely worth watching (laughs) for that peephole scene (laughs) anyway sorry i just needed to comment that i really liked that part right i mean and then i mean the the second pest control guy is not really important he like comes in explores and then dies how does, how does he die i don't even remember. i think he gets his head chopped off wait oh, I wrote classic it this guy loves chopping off dudes heads yeah he just is that what happened yeah yeah it is you're right yeah his um this he just like unlocks the door and then like goes and like walks around and then dies basically like he doesn't really do anything effective that's how she gets out at the end never mind tara probably couldn't get out gotten out will unlock something no um there is a lot because uh well so at this point like tara or vicky runs out of the locker and like runs and hides and then um the mark the original pest control guy Mike. 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 Fuck. God damn it. Respect. Uh, (laughs) um, Mike wakes up because he was just knocked unconscious. He wasn't murdered. He wakes up and finds her and, like, tries to help her. No. Oh, there's that whole scene with the where he uh the clown is like hitting her with those, like, hook things. Oh, my God. Where she. Well, no, that's at the end because that's that's Mike. Yeah, Mike finds her there. Yeah. He hits the clown and 
Second pest control guy gets killed. Clown finds Vicky. Um, and uh, he starts to torture her like... With the weapon that he made in the opening montage. The weapon, it's, it's like a little stick with a bunch of hair coming out of it. Um, and the like tied to the end of the hair, there's a bunch of um, little hook thingies. Um, it's kind of like a cat of nine tails. Um, and he's just hitting with her and like uh, hitting her with it. And um, like she's getting like scratched all over. Uh, and then behind the clown, uh, Mike comes up and hits him with a plank of wood. And then uh, he like gets Vicky and then they run out to the other room. Uh, where there's a phone and they call the police most pointless call yeah he calls the police and he's like this girl is dying send send an ambulance and the police like are like okay stay there we're on our way like uh stay there until the police get there and then he's like no i'm gonna take this girl to the hospital it's like okay mike why'd you stop (laughs) thank god he did though yeah but yeah so then they go to make their escape and then they go to the door and it's locked. Of course. There is like, like, um, art has put a lock on it in the, like somewhere at some point in, in the middle of all this, because he's so efficient. He has ended up locking this door and, uh, uh like art shows up while they're trying to, uh, um, get the door like open, trying to, uh, like break the lock basically and get the door open and he <laughs> do one of you guys want to say what he does to mike i don't remember what he does to mike he like bashes his face in. oh my god he stomps his face in. yeah holy yeah. shit yeah i forgot that happened right he like i i forget exactly how it happens he he just like knocks him down and then with his comically giant clown <laughs> shoe steps on his head like a bunch of times until his face his he- head is just like basically turned into mush it's like very grotesque um and then uh and then he turns and goes towards vicky vicky finds like a pipe or something breaks the lock escapes and then this is what i didn't understand so yeah she goes outside and she's like free she doesn't have any keys to any of the cars there. So she squeezes back into like another part of the building through like it's a chain door, it's, but like it opens enough for her to get through. Yeah. So then she starts to hear police sirens and gets really relieved. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where Harish goes, oh, my God, he's going to run her over. And I was like, what? And then she stands in front of the door for a little while and then looks outside and guess who's driving a truck towards her? Art the fucking clown. And he pal- he blasts through the door, runs her over, knocks her out. And then it's another really funny clown scene where he's like sitting there and the music's playing and he's just like vibing to it <laughs> and he like gets out and he's just kind of like feeling the beat and then like he gets down and like crouches over her and we don't really see what's going on right and then the police show up and we hear this um as subtitles like to call it squelching <laughs> noise squelching. so much squelching so much squelching, squelching. <laughs> and <What an> word. <laughs> it's the only way to describe the sound though is squelching <laughs> I think that word rivals, like, you know how moist in our popular culture is, like, 
just such a reviled word and everyone hates it. Yeah. I think we have to like start a counter movement of squelching. <laughs> squelching. As, like, the worst possible word in the dictionary. It sucks. Moist squelching. Some moist, real moist squelching. Harish, you're banned from the pod. <laughs> Get out. But we yeah, should so... go back and count how many times they used the description squelching. squelching. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like every other caption. Yeah. There are some things that humans aren't meant to know and i think that's one of them <laughs> so yeah the cops like indiana jones when he finds like the girl finds out all the knowledge from all the crystal skulls and like dies it's like i think that would be the tip of the iceberg for everyone here <laughs> <laughs> so the cops show up and then they see our... they, yeah and they're like hands up mister and <laughs> He puts up his left hand, and they're like, put up your right hand, and he doesn't, because he's yeah. reaching into his boot. They, like, wait a really long time. Yeah, they're really like, giving like, this guy a chance. They, yeah. <laughs> Even though they're pretty, I mean, at this point, you gotta assume he might be the murderer that's been going around killing people. Right. Um, it's so- also, something that's cool about the design of the clown is that because a lot of his costume is white and, like, he has, like, white paint on his face, the blood shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it pops. It's super, like, great. Yeah. So, yeah, he he's reaching in his boot, and then, I don't remember, does he shoot one of them? He shoots uh, himself. Oh, yeah, that's what happens. He takes out the gun and then and just, like... Puts it in his mouth and yeah. shoots it. And so he's out... And then the cops are like, hey, shots fired, guys down. And then one of them goes over and he's like, oh, my God, the girl's alive. Right. And he then was eating her face. He, yeah, he was oh. literally consuming the flesh. And so then it cuts to, I think, the morgue, the right? The corner, yeah. Into one of the worst acted scenes I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. The coroner himself was good, I thought. He was fine. The two people that bring the bodies in... They were so weird. Unpaid extras or something. <laughs> the reactions were very weird. <laughs> Just like... Very, the, the one chick, like, I swear this has to be, like, her first... Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but, like, her line reading was just so dull. It was just... It was as if she was just holding the page. You know, like, whenever you audition for something <laughs> yeah. and somebody reads the lines back to you, like, that was the energy she was giving to that scene. <laughs> just, yes, girl, give us nothing. <laughs> it was just, like... It was so funny to me, just how bad... And they crack so many, like puns and just like jokes and the guy's like i'm so hungry (laughs) (laughs) i I think we shouldn't gloss over the worst part of that scene which is like they're saying how do you eat a croissant in the time like this because the guy wants like the coroner no he wants a breakfast sandwich yeah 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 yeah. and uh, he's like once you've seen an eight month old microwave baby like you can do anything like I think this guy is dealing with some stuff because if I had seen that, I would never, ever, ever talk about it at work. Yeah. Like, I feel like the writer. <laughs> I woke up at Starbucks one time I saw him eight month old microwave. Baby. It's how you deal with the customers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get my store shut down. The writer is also the director, I think. And I feel like he probably just sat there and was like, What's the worst thing I can think of? Yeah. And he this just was his vanity project. He just wrote it. <laughs> yes, this was his vanity project. But yeah, you're right. That is awful. Anyway, so they drop off the body and they're the two bodies and they're like, 
this is the guy. Good luck identifying him. His face has been smashed in. This is the killer. Uh, and then they're like, oh, two bodies just got found. We're going to go do that. <laughs> so they leave. <laughs> and Gotta keep the plot moving. <laughs> um, he checks out the, the smashed in face, which I think we get a look at. Yeah. And they were like, I, I remember they were like, good luck identifying him even by his dental records. Um, His full teeth were there. Okay. <laughs> they, they were there. They were a little smashed in, but they were there in his mouth. So then he gets curious and he's like, okay, I want to see the guy who did this. So here's where the movie lost me. Same. Yeah. Same. With the flickering of the yeah. lights and he stuff like that. Opens the bag. Well, he like, because the bag is like strapped to the little cart that they bring him in and he like unclips the straps and then like opens the bag and the the clown is just smiling and staring I at him. I don't think we see the clown yet, do we? Yeah, oh, we, we see do? his face. He's just like smiling yeah. and it looks like he's staring at him, but also like he could it, be dead. He could be dead. Yeah. But then, the, yeah. So the lights start flickering. The radio starts going on the fritz and just like all the stuff is just like going crazy for a really long time, by the way. They like really... Yeah. He really pounded that one in there and everything is like going wild. And then I was like, okay. And I was kind of hoping, I was like, okay, maybe like the spirit of art is going to like transfer into this guy. Like maybe this guy's going to be in the new art or something. Like he's like some God or something like that. But then it just turns over and like art's alive and then art kills him. And that's right. like, all. is going to hear your idea just now and be like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was thinking, like, maybe I was, like, I don't know, some kind of... Because, first of all, even if that happened, I would probably still be pissed. Because I liked the idea that he was just, like, a crazy guy. And then they added this, like, weird supernatural spin at the end of it. Right. That just didn't... Like, they wanted to almost, like, Mike Myers him and just make him immortal. And... But we don't have... I just don't feel like we have enough like understanding of art to just throw that one in. Like I would have been very happy with him just going on a killing spree before he kills himself. Well, the context before this is that we're kind of led to assume that this guy has escaped like his body being discovered before. And then this is just a continuation of that. It's not until the scene after where you kind of have to read. Right. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, this is where it lost me. I was just kind of like, oh, it's different than I wanted it to be. But then so after that happens, we get to the hospital and we're basically watching Vicky's release of. Yeah, it's like a year later. Vicky is finally being released from the hospital. And immediately getting interviewed on the news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like That's like the whole big twist. Like you think all that stuff at the beginning is supposed to be. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be. You think it's before the movie. But it turns out it's all Vicky was the person on the on the uh, interview. Oh, you are? I knew yeah. from the beginning that the person that we saw at the beginning was the survivor of what we were watching in the movie. Okay, really? we're not all as smart as you, Sam. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like, just thought that was like a setup. Well, it's... He, he's like it's on a tv in the room that he's like suiting up in oh so <laughs> oh yeah he suits up and <laughs> then you cut to these two girls seeing him so like i guess you're like, supposed to assume that i guess like my mind just like forgot that we saw him watching the tv as he was suiting up right because i just immediately was like okay one of these girls is the survivor like that was my thought so um i was looking at uh, so Terrifier 2, they've already announced a sequel and it's been written. 
Um, but on IMDb, the little plot blurb that they have is after being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to the timid town of uh, Miles County where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. So it says on IMDb that he has been resurrected by a sinister entity. Interesting. So, but like, we didn't get that in the movie, so I don't know I if that's... So, I'm sorry. In the beginning, suiting up. Yeah. He's suiting up for the sequel. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. But also he like makes that um, hair weapon that he uses to like, like whip uh, Vicky with. Maybe a flashback. I don't know. Uh, Maybe he was just fixing it because Vicky done right. She ruined it. (laughs) Or also, like, did he get his tools back after he escaped the (laughs) the hospital? He he like raided the police evidence locker. What'd you say, Bryn? He had to remake them. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that's the movie. Uh, It also has a um. Uh, there's an anthology with Art the Clown. I was right. literally on the IMDb for that. That's crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Called All Hallows Eve, and he's the connecting factor between all of the um, shorts. Oh. Um, yeah, that was before Terrifier. I think it's the same director, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same writer. This guy's muse is Art the Clown. Have you seen I- that movie? I've seen All Hallows Eve. Oh, it's- is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's the same actor who plays him in the short Terrifier. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. Don't watch it. I, I got curious about that. I kind of want to watch that now. I want to watch all the Art the Clown universe. I would definitely watch All Hallows Eve. I think that one was fun. Yeah. I still have not made it through with the short since we've been talking. <laughs> right um uh well do you want to talk about the color in this movie a lot of red and blue well it it, it's very colorful but like in terms of like in the lighting yeah i think a lot of the color comes from the lighting choices especially in the garage area yeah i guess yeah i i thought it was like good mostly but also like at some points it just looked like they threw an instagram filter on top of it (laughs) they had Um, to get trendy but yeah i don't know it's it has a very unique look to it which i really liked um and also was annoyed by in parts but (laughs) yeah Yeah, i like the color overall i like the color i like their decisions with it yeah and Molly mentioned the use of, like, the white and black on his costume really makes the blood pop. Mm-hmm. So, like, you really noticed all the gruesome blood all over him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they made some good choices. Also, something, whenever I mentioned at the very beginning that you could tell they put the money where they needed it, a lot of the money obviously went to the makeup and, like, prosthetics and all that stuff that they used for the murders and the writer director is actually a makeup artist and that's the reason why the stuff in this is really like well done and cool is because that that that's the guy's specialty actually is doing this for other movies so there's a reason why he knew where to like he he knew to invest it in that because like 
he knew that the value came from like good quality you know uh makeup and all that jazz i'm sorry the tequila really has hit um (laughs) so i think that's really neat i i think some of my favorite stuff comes from when people who haven't been directors their whole film career but worked in other aspects come in and direct because then you can tell that they show like a really great appreciation mm-hmm. for a certain other thing. And usually it's the thing that like people are like, oh, it's like we can cut the corners around that, you know, and then that like makes or breaks the movie. So I always think it's really neat to see somebody else who has a career in another field jump over and do like a good job as the director, because I think that needs to be considered more like, for example, John Wick is the director is an ex stuntman. He did all the stunts for Keanu in The Matrix. I think he was his stunt double or something like that. Oh, that's cool. And um, that's the reason why John Wick's so good is because the guy is the next stuntman and he knows the value in good stunts. So, like, I think it's really neat that the guy used to be a makeup director and he knew to target the budget towards that. Right. Um, Thank you for bringing up makeup because I have written down a very, in all caps, um, that Tara's eyeliner throughout... (laughs) entire time <laughs> did not flinch <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> i'm just saying i was like ah, wow i gotta get that not a single oh fucking God. smudge through all those tears Icon. now i want to look for that yeah i always like to note whenever i'm like that makeup should be smudged always good i mean he literally starts to push her eyes in yeah yeah you're telling me you're telling me that eyeliner stuck i don't believe that (laughs) no makeup is that good it's the setting spray it's all in the it's all in the setting spray you see gotta get that good quality shit pete wants wishes (laughs) (laughs) oh man the only other thing i had written down that we didn't talk about um, I mean, we talked about a lot of arts miming, but I think one of my favorite ones he did was um, when Vicky stabs him once and she runs away, he is crouched down and he like turns around really angrily and just flips her off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. He's really funny throughout this whole movie. He is. His spirits are high. That's such a great scene because like he reacts in pain and he's like, like his facial expression is like, he's really mad, but he just like sits there like crouched in pain. And then he like reaches out his arm and flicks her off like very comically. It's great. I also like that instead of screaming out in pain and stuff, he's like making the screaming faces, but completely silent. He's a mime, yeah. Something I wrote down is that every character in this movie is like a David Lynch character. (laughs) And the woman who carries around that little baby doll really, like, did it for me. I was like, fuck, she's so weird. I love it. She's really weird. She also talks in, like, this very, like, poetic way. Um, Maybe, I don't know if it's, like, poetic or, like, she talks as if you, like, translated her script lines through a few like translated it to a, a another language, language and then translated it back to english because like she she's like has this weird way of talking she's like have you felt a mother's love or something like it's very weird especially the scene where um she's talking to art 
um, about the baby doll, but also when she goes to ask um, uh, Mike, the pest control guy, for help, she's also very weird in the way that she's like, we're all going to die. Um, yeah like no wonder he was freaked out actually because she was just talking as Bryn said like she sounded pretty crazy in that scene yeah because nobody talks like that god Thomas there's some scenes I want to go back to um I think we should talk more about when he saws that woman in half (laughs) (laughs) yes we didn't spend enough time talking about that go ahead no it was um referred to earlier in the pod as being tastefully done <laughs> and very Oh, I I don't know if it was. I hated it personally. It really made me uncomfortable. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I probably if I was like the one writing this, I probably wouldn't have gone with the sawing a body in half like that just because like that's just like that's a lot. That's over the line. But it was in there, and they did a good job with what they had. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that the fine. fact that this guy was a makeup guy, I think he was just thinking, like, what's the most fucked up thing that I could succeed at showing on screen? You know what I mean? So I yeah, think that, that he... That a nightmare situation. Yeah, it's fucked I up. I thought I, it was really scary. I also want to clarify, I wasn't s- describing that specifically as tastefully done. I'm talking about the movie <laughs> as a whole. In terms of gore, it's, like, very gory, but not, like there are a few parts where I had to look away that scene in particular, but overall it's like not too bad in terms of gore. Yeah. I disagree for that scene in particular. That scene in particular, I did look away, especially like when he starts. Yeah. This what? No, go ahead. Just like the starting of that thing was the worst part. Honestly, him halfway through the body, I can take it. Well, he spends like... I didn't like that she was naked. It felt like gross. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't like it either. And also like he doesn't like... He like lingers before he actually like starts cutting. He So like there's like a few like seconds of tension where you're like, oh God, you have time to like figure out what he's doing and think on it before he actually starts, which really like makes it even worse and harder to watch. I loved it. I stand firm. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's like, it's very unique. Like it's, I haven't seen anything like that in a movie before. And that like, that was like the first part of the movie, like the first scene where I'm like, Oh, this is, unique <laughs> you know yeah, that's how that's how i would want to go out you know <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. my god really out of all the ways <laughs> to die like ever you would take that <laughs> over just like peacefully in your sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah big time that just it sounds like yeah so all right. let's all each of us go through and say of the kills in this movie, how we would want to go out. Wait, Wait yeah, I have to. Pick... I want to do a, what's our favorite kill, like in how James A. Janice does in Kill Count. But sure. let's do this. Mine is. So uh, want to go? I I want to be the jack o' lantern pizza guy. Oh, for sure. Right. Same. That's cool. Oh wait, it's how we want to die or the, our favorite. How we would want to die if we were oh. if it was one of these. God, oh, can I pick boy. none of them? Jesus Christ. They They're all suck. terrible. Yeah. They're all awful. I do remember, and I don't think that we said this, but Will, the second maintenance guy, mm-hmm. 
uh, after he got decapitated, Art punted his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Art with the style, man. He He's, he's truly so amazing. Yeah. What and can't he do? I guess, like, the... Honestly, the decapitations, because like a lot of they get their throats slit first and then they get decapitated. So I think that those wouldn't be too bad because like you're not really feeling, you know, any. Like, I mean, your throat slit, you feel it as you bleed out. But then like, I'm not going to feel like, you know, my bones being sawed, my skin being peeled off of me or anything. So I think I'd I'd rather go for the throat slit and then decapitation wouldn't mind getting turned into a jack-o'-lantern i mean if you're gonna take my head might as well put some style on it that's so true um i think i would be i would like to do what's her name tara just getting shot she gets shot a million times oh yeah yeah Yeah. that's the easiest i didn't think about that yeah and then he like he like wraps her in decorative christmas lights after right oh yeah so, yeah tara's how i would want to go you're right yeah tara's a queen throughout looks like neb campbell yes very similar she looked like i can't remember who it is there was like through the whole movie i was like this is somebody and i it was bothering me and then i looked it up and she's nobody i knew but... i think she kind of looks like the girl in awkward who's not the main character but like the best friend yeah without right here. similar like in the face i gotta get a good look at her Another scene I would like to bring up is the scene where the guy is dancing, Art is dancing around, wearing that woman's titties and hair. Yeah. Um, I also really, I get it. Like, I get it, and I get what it did for the movie. I didn't like it. It made me like, uncomfortable. Just, like, gross. the way he was acting, or? Just the- I just, like thought it was gross and then i was like oh, this okay. is kind of like that like buffalo bill that's of the Lambs very vibe, much what i think but yeah. like not as well done i don't know i liked it because like i don't know it was just like unsettling the way he was like walking and i heard you saying it was like if somebody was an improv the way they right. would do it and i think it, it was he's just play acting girl yeah it's like, like just very he's miming girl clowny you know and like the thing is like it's silly but like the silliness is what makes this movie so creepy and like that scene and that's like the people scene it's just like so unsettling to watch him do that because he's like wearing another person's skin and so like i don't know th- I, I liked that scene but i get what you're saying also he's i wrote like, disgusting but the way that maddie says it disgusting <laughs> that's yeah. my best maddie impression um and then Another point I had to make, we talked about this a little bit. He has no motivation for any of this. No. Other than, like, the setup is kind of that it's, like, on the one-year anniversary of the original killings, which turn out to be the just the killings that are in this movie. Yeah. And so, like, I know that's, like, a whole trope is just to have this, like, psycho killer who's killing people for no reason. But they gave him, like, nothing to work with, which I thought they could have done. You know how, like, in Mike Myers, like, he just, like, has, like, a little bit of something there. I saw it as like, I guess with the ex- with the explanation with the sequel that he's being resurrected, because like it, the reason it got ruined for me is because I thought that he was just like a being that does this, but like mm-hmm. I, but until that happened with when he shot himself, I saw it as like he's just planning on going out guns a blazing, you know, like I yeah. thought that it was like he was, it was like a premeditated like suicide, and he was like I'm just gonna kill a bunch of people and then kill myself, that's how I thought it was, and I was like okay that works for me as a motivation. 
but knowing like i don't know the supernatural thing kind of put a weird twist on it right yeah that was odd it's weird it's yeah like the movie doesn't give you any of his backstory or any and like he doesn't even speak so it's like I, yeah even like the ending is like i'm not even i'm not gonna give the police a backstory even like when when he shoots himself he's like the the movie is refusing to give you any context for any of this i kind of love it yeah yeah but I, I also love like the strangers oh, where... love the strangers yeah i mean they didn't have a motive right in the first one at least what yeah yeah the strangers that's why i like movies where um to me the scariest thing is like the things that it it's like it could happen to you you know and like the idea that somebody could just randomly i could just be in the worst wrong place at the wrong time and get killed like that's terrifying to me so like um i know that like statistically most murders happen with somebody you know like i'm way more terrified of just getting killed oh, by a random, random serial killer for no reason you know so yeah this it works nightmare yeah this is like the situation this is why um unfriended dark web i couldn't sleep at night <laughs> yeah because they like, were just I'm gonna random get, like kidnapped by some psycho and just like killed in like the worst way right really scary yeah i also like that he didn't get a backstory i just i just like that it's just a random weird clown that does this and he doesn't even like target them the only reason he starts following the girls is because they grabbed his attention like he Don is a piece of shit yeah he was just like calmly walking by himself with his tools <laughs> and don had to call him over something that is kind of neat though um i wrote it down i didn't like it at first but now that we've been kind of been talking about the whole like clown part of it it's like one of my favorite parts of the movie so don like asks him to take a selfie in like the oh beginning yeah of the movie, she sees him and then she like sits on his lap and takes some selfies and she's seen like taking selfies through the whole like movie like when she's in the part and then at the end after he kills her art like grabs her phone and takes a selfie like right next to her like split corpse yeah and at first i was like this isn't really like saying anything is this supposed to be like commentary and i'm like nah it's not that deep it's just funny like don't think about it too much right yeah and like the thing i like about it is like when she took the selfie with him he was staring at tara he's not looking in the thing he's got this like not frown he's just like dead faced, like really looking at tara and then when he takes the picture with her he's got like his big old fucking toothy smile like just excited to be like oh you wanted this like here you go right it's just like gross yeah <laughs> yeah like the picture is very creepy and he wasn't even looking into the photo like into the camera uh when like from our perspective when we were watching her take the picture but then when we actually see what the picture looks like it's very creepy yeah which was really cool i didn't really have anything else i mean i don't get the whole thing with the like news reporter yeah i didn't get that either i don't understand why she killed her i mean i get it because like the news reporter was being like a bitch but like why is vicky a murderer you know vicky i think she's just like I don't know. She just, like, fucked up with everything that happened to her? Right. Traumatized. And also, they, like, revealed right before that that, like, the body had gone missing. 
And that's when she starts to freak out. And that's when the, like, interview goes wrong. Yeah. But then, I don't know. It doesn't really... It didn't really uh, get explained what her whole deal is. Maybe she'll... I don't know. Will she come back in the... In the She's sequel? alive. Who knows? For an art team up. Ooh. Real classic... Uh, <laughs> Saw. 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 There we go. I, I lost it. I was like, on Amanda. Something on there. Yeah. Yeah. Should we go into segments? Sure. Is it time? Let's go into segments. Our first segment. What would you do if it were you in this movie? So, what would Die, you... Die, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Who, who do you relate to the most in this movie? Um, oh, I said it at the... <laughs> I said it very early on in the movie when Tara goes to pee inside of that creepy building. I was like, oh, yeah, so that's totally me. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I have to pee, I've got to pee. I'll go inside anywhere. So, um, yeah, I, I relate to Tara. Except for the fact that she's dumbass. But, yeah, I guess, I guess Tara. I relate to, I guess, Vicky. Because she was just trying to study for her test and got yeah. like, bothered by some shit. But then, like, was, like, a good sister, and she, like, went out and was trying to do the good thing. And I feel like I, I do, like, in my idealized version of myself would try and be that person. <laughs> um, I guess I'd say the second pizza man that had to clean up the shit. Oh, God. oh yeah. Um, just all my ex-bar working. Oh. So much throw up on toilets. Oh That's the only God. thing I relate to. I would say Don, which is probably true, like the drunk, annoying person. <laughs> I don't want to be her, so let me live. My fantasy of being pizza number two guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, that's your dream. It's my, yeah. Um, I, I would probably say either one of the pizza guys or the sister that's just studying but yeah i don't know maybe be the pest control guy who's just like the pest control oh my god because he's listening with his headphones and he can't hear anybody because yeah, that's totally you that's me and also he is just like a chill dude <laughs> <laughs> he like lets her he's like doesn't want to you let her use the bathroom because he's not supposed to but he lets her and then he like tries to help whenever he can so yeah. I don't know. I relate to the rats. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm Emily. I'm the little baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> so would you survive this movie? No. no. Absolutely not. Yeah. There's no way. I like, think even if I didn't pull Tara's dumbass moves and like linger and stuff, I think I still would have gotten got. Yeah. yeah. Art's just too good. And Tara was close to winning. He pulls out a like. It's so weird because like that is kind of cheating to pull out a gun, but also it's like the movie tricks you, and like surprises you with that. So yeah. I I really like that scene when they do that in the movie, but it it also feels like it's like cheating for a like horror movie slasher to just pull out a gun. I totally agree. It doesn't seem like Art would have a gun. Right. I definitely didn't see it coming. What were you going to say, Brent? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, I just said good for him, but yeah, don't ever in your life. Right. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> villain ranking? Villain ranking? It's hard to remember. I haven't. It's weird. It's been so long since I've podcasted while drinking, and this is harder than I remember it being. Um. So, um, what we normally do is we rank these villains based on uh, compared to other villains in movies that we've uh, watched on the podcast. But for you, Bryn, uh, <laughs> how how do you compare art to just like in general other movie villains? that you like wow my mind is just blank on <laughs> movie villains <laughs> maybe i don't know i liked art yeah which is like sad i think he's a good villain because like yeah i cared about him a little bit like i didn't want i like wanted him to die obviously but <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah no i get what you, i get it I'll go. I put him at number one because, as we all know, we say, like, uh, how likely I could kick their ass is my um, ranking. I, oh. I I'll say a girl, the girl from A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night was my number one just because I love her. Um, but Art genuinely scares the shit out of me. So, like, he's my number one because, like, I just, like, it. the ranking was the girl... And then Billy and Stu from Scream, Freddy Krueger, Sutter Kane, and Jill and Charlie from Scream 4. And um, I just feel like I've got a fighting chance with a lot of them. Freddy Krueger, maybe not. But, like, Art, I just don't feel like I could do it. I, I just feel like he'd be three steps ahead of me before I even, like, think of a single thing. And then, you know, if all else fails, he's got that fucking gun in his boot. So, like, I just don't see my chances with him. So he's number one. Yeah. I'd get got. He's don't no go get? What? You, get? you get got, you don't go get? Yeah, I don't go get. No, I got got. Um, I put him at number nine on my list. What? <laughs> my, I rank mine, I kind of realized, mostly based on just, like, vibe. <laughs> and, like, how much I care. Number <laughs> one. Um, Ghostface from uh. the original Scream. My top three are Ghostface, Freddy Krueger, and The Girl from Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. And it's a tough crack. I don't, there aren't really any on my list that I'm like against. Um, I just put them below Jigsaw because I kind of like see them similarly. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Jigsaw motivation a little bit better. But I will say this clown is in the movie title, he is titularly terrifying. Right. to the top so, <laughs> um absolutely goddamn awful so um i put him number two on my list he's wow. right underneath freddy krueger who is my number one um i think he's a great villain he like is has a personality even though he doesn't say a word he's like pretty like um interesting to watch and he's like has very creative kills and he's like very efficient good at what he does <laughs> um but i also just think like in general he's like a really interesting villain to watch so um he's my number two very nice so uh now we rate the movie what are what we are rating we out of Tiny hats. 
<laughs> How many tiny hats would you give me? Yeah. Boot gun. Um, uh, how many? Uh, I don't know. Decapitated heads. Uh, there are several. I don't know. I'm fine with tiny hats. Tiny hats. <laughs> tiny there... hats makes me think of Meet the Robinsons. When... <laughs> Got a big head and little arms. Yeah, he's a little tiny. The bowler hat guy. There's I that, love that movie. There's That's that, gonna be one of my wrecks, actually. <laughs> there's that part at the um, when Don's trying to take the selfie and she like knocks his hat off and she's like drunk and she's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> that was funny. Well, she like pops it and then it yeah, slides. Yeah, yeah. Don, she hey, sucks. Pretty outside. It's like the sunset is beautiful. Okay, so we're rating out of That's tiny awesome. hats. Tiny hats. Uh, I need a second. Out of that ten. Works. Tiny hats. How many tiny hats would you give it? Start. I have kind of a controversial rating. Um, I didn't love this movie. I will say I uh, I really like this conversation that we had about the movie. I'm glad we did it for the podcast. Ben's giving me the stink eye right now. Um, you know what's funny, I, Molly? Is as we were watching it, I was like, Molly's gonna hate this. I I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know this conversation has been great. You know, it's great to share movies with friends and talk about them. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie a two. Ah! Oof. I really hated it. I'm sorry. Prince jaw just dropped. <laughs> two tiny hats out of ten tiny hats? Yeah. That's so few hats. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming. I knew it was coming from like from the body saw in half. I, it was at that point that I was like, I don't think Molly's going to like this. I almost was going to like warn you. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> you told me, I text you, they watched it before I did. I had to um, push back scheduling on this one. Um, and so I watched it today and they had texted me that it's really gory. And I like gory movies. I think it's fine. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Does anyone else want to go so I don't have to talk anymore? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'm, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Uh, I think it's a really good movie. Uh, I don't I don't think I wouldn't watch it again. I think that this would be like a really fun, like late at night, really drunk when everyone's like, let's watch like a weird, you know, random Netflix movie. Like this is definitely one there of those go. movies. Um, I, I wouldn't put it in like my favorite films, but like I had fun watching it. I think that, you know, obviously like, some of the production could have been better but i can really appreciate like what they made with what they had and i think it's really neat and so um yeah six and a half and like it had a it hadn't my favorite villain so far of the year but um i just think some of the acting was really bad <laughs> and um some of the characters were kind of hollowly written but other than that i had a lot of fun uh i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten because uh my baseline is seven. If I enjoy a movie, it gets a seven automatically. Uh, I really, I like this movie. I, I thought it was, it's, it's, a, it's like, it's, it's not deep. There's it's like not, that deep. not really a lot of themes going on, but it is just like a really fun, um, uh, like just like a classic, just slasher movie that is still like unique. It does like really unique, um, things with it. But it also is just like your classic 
hear a bunch of characters and they're we're just gonna watch them get murdered and it's it's solid for what it is eight out of ten amazing i we can give half hats yeah 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 that's not where like you don't wear hats like that <laughs> I feel like we should go it's just, full hat. It's a tinier hat. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. A hat it's size. No it's hat. on top of the hat. Yeah. It's the okay. hat. Then I don't feel as bad that I'm going to give it a seven and a half. There you go. It's a visor. <laughs> <laughs> seven and a half. It's a visor. Yeah. Seven tiny hats and a tiny visor. <laughs> um, I freaking love this movie. I think it's so fun. That's it. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> yeah, I I think it was good. I'm like I said at the beginning, like I'm so glad that you picked this bread because otherwise I definitely probably would not have watched it. And I'm very glad to have this under my tiny hat. Woohoo! <laughs> um, so now we can do some recommendations. recommendations. We like to recommend based on this movie. Um, I have two that I can think of immediately. Yeah. Um, trick or treat. I think that there are certain vibes to this movie that Trick or Treat has, including the head jack-o'-lantern. Oh, yeah. Which is in Trick or Treat. And also the fact that this is a spinoff of an anthology, which kind of ties it back into Trick or Treat. Um, And then Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which Uh. is another clown slasher movie, which that one is way sillier. But we talked about in that one how it's kind of creepy to watch the silliness. And this one really plays up how creepy it is to watch silliness. So there's two. I was going to recommend Killer Clowns. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I don't really have another. uh, uh, Maybe Creep Show I'd recommend. It does like cool things with lighting also just like this um and also it's just an anthology that's a fun time um i don't know you're next is fun i'm just looking at (laughs) our dvds (laughs) (laughs) trying to come up with (laughs) i need to watch your next again i think it's been a while um it chapter one is good but not chapter two but not it chapter two so i don't know (laughs) Anything for you guys? Yeah, I have a shit ton. Um, American Horror Story. Knew that was coming. (laughs) Um, there are a couple movies I think like really fit the vibe of this for me. There's this movie called Murder Party, and actually, like if you like this movie, you'll probably like Murder Party. It is like very, very similar, like disturbingly so. Hmm. Not really, but like it it, it it is like exactly the same essence in okay. that movie and i didn't like it very much but you know what <laughs> it's fine um the movie called the greasy strangler i would also recommend based on this movie have you seen it greasy strangler yeah yeah i saw it when we were at that party oh, oh yeah oh i wasn't watching it <laughs> yeah it's an awful movie i hate it it matches the energy um and then i would also like to recommend 68 kill Starring Matthew Gray Goobler, which is a really cool movie. And I think a lot of the stuff that I like from that movie kind of carries over because 68 Kill is a little funny and it's also kind of gory at moments and it's just like really weird and like offbeat. So, those are my reps. Bryn, do you have any recommendations? Cool. Um, I guess the main one would be All Hallows Eve, which you should watch before Terrifier. Because it's not as cool. <laughs> You're going to be let down if you watch it second, I think. 
Um, and then maybe since you guys were talking about colors, um, another one that I suggested for us to watch was Devil's Candy. Oh, yeah. That was my that other choice. Got... You saw it? No, that was the other one that I wanted to watch from your list. Yeah, definitely you should watch it. Um, it's got some good colors in there. Mm. It's just, it's also just fun. It's not going to scare you as much as it is just like a kind of different. Right. That's it. <laughs> cool. Um, do you have any plugs? Do you want to like plug your social media or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interesting online. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me at Not a Credit Card and everything. You can follow me at Save Our Shaggy on everything. That's a Scooby Doo reference. One day I'm going to get bullied into changing all my socials. One of these days. That day. um, I'm on Twitter at M... Oh, no. I'm on Twitter at Midsummer Queen. I'm on Let- Letterboxd... Fucking Christ. I'm on Letterboxd at M-O-1-1-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S. And I'm on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes. And I would recommend going to www.mindshower.ai. Oh, it's so fun. Good time. Oh my god, I downloaded all the shit, and I'm gonna try and make. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you did it. I'm too lazy, but I'm curious to see if anybody I know. It's a 1975 thing. (laughs) Yeah, it just dropped today. (laughs) Wow! Now I feel dumb for not giving my Insta. I take it back. My Instagram is (laughs) @adner. It's not exciting, but check me out. (laughs) Repeat it. Uh, I think like. You cut out when you said it. Um, well, then it's not meant to be, I guess. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Find it yourself. <laughs> At Bryn Ladner. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Read it and weep. <laughs> <laughs> um and then you can follow the show at tipsy terror on twitter tipsy at gmail.com if you want to email us uh tipsy terror.com tipsy terror.rip tipsy terror.wtf tipsy terror.pub dot pub and Molly. all of those oh, shit, pub. <laughs> um, all of those are uh will go to a website that tells you where you can find us basically and we're on letterbox facebook whatever uh and we have a patreon that's like paused right now um so if you want to see our old bonus episodes you can get them there for free um and uh that's it uh bye bye, <laughs> bye.